0: ¿Cómo estás? You're tuned in to The Latin Alternative, a full hour of the best in Latin rock, funk, hip-hop, and electronic music. I'm your co-host, Josh Norick, joined once again by my esteemed colleague, Dr. Ernesto Lechner. Hola, amigos. Today,
1: it's all about my favorite music genre of all, the mystically tinged soundscapes of progressive rock and the deep imprint it has left in The Latin Alternative, not only during its heyday in the 70s, but also in recent times. Hermano Josh, you know that Jeff Genesis, Yes, Emerson, Lake & Palmer, and King Crimson are some of my favorite bands. So today we'll be exploring the amazing records that were produced throughout Latin America as rockers from Argentina, Colombia, Mexico, and Brazil fell under the spell of this ambitious movement. So I'm in heaven right now.
0: Ernesto, I appreciate your enthusiasm for the genre. I was never a huge progressive or prog rock fan, although I certainly had friends in high school who were enamored of artists like King Crimson and Genesis. Um, and I, I do think it was fun to, to work on this episode.
1: Well, we're going to start it uh, right away with a record that is has been called by many contemporary rock critics in Colombia as the most important album in the history of Colombian rock. I'm talking about La Gran Feria. This is an album released in 1973 by La Banda Nueva. One of the members was, was Orlando Betancourt from Los Flippers, which was just like a psychedelic band in Bogotá. This is exhilarating. This is prog rock Colombian style. So of course, it includes a Salsa Piano Line. Emiliano Pinilla, 1973, Banda Nueva.
2: mira te está detestando Piensa en que jamás les ganarás El día en que los pases será diferente Ya no volverán a molestar Óyeme ya, Emiliano Pinilla Mira que el tiempo se pasa y te quedas atrás acá, Emiliano Pinilla a la gente que corre y te quiere arrastrar Get
0: listening to the latin alternative and a spotlight on latin progressive rock or prog rock and uh, you know ernesto kicked things off with music from 1973 i tried to bring us a little bit closer to the modern era going back to 2008 still 12 years ago zoe a band that's very much still alive and well and uh, actually recently did a takeover episode of our show the latin alternative anyway that's one of my favorite songs from the band neanderthal that trippy uh keyboard does it for me every time and uh, You know, Ernesto, if you ask me normally, am I a fan of prog rock? My answer is no. And then working on this episode, I realized actually. I do like a lot of prog rock or at least latin prog rock and so we're keeping it in mexico going from zoe over to another band with starting with a z in this case zordoc and uh, their track abre los ojos or open the eyes from their classic album hombre sintetizador going back to 2000 that album title translating as mr synthesizer of course and ernesto i I believe you're you're a fan of zordoc as well
1: absolutely and i gotta tell you i was so impressed because i know that you're not a progressive rock fan, really, so I was thinking what about Hermano Josh's selections? Maybe he will pick some songs that are sort of like more rock, more psychedelic, not prog, and I was, I was completely floored by your expertise, Hermano, because everything you picked has a distinct progish tinge, so yeah, definitely, Surdo, Abre Los Ojos.
0: Yeah, th- this tracker, Nesto I think I like because I am a huge Beatles fan, and when I heard this song back in the day, this was just sort of in my mind like, this is really aggressive Beatles, or really aggressive power pop, which is probably why it's to my liking but it definitely has a progressive leanings as well let's take a listen abre los ojos from zerdoc are tuned in to the Latin Alternative
1: This is The Latin Alternative, continuing with an episode devoted to my favorite genre of all, progressive rock, and the influence it had throughout Latin America. We just listened to Sacramento from Argentina, Despierta y Cree en Me from their only album sadly released in 1972. This is... there are so many cases where the reviews were not very kind and the record sales weren't there so we have in South America many progressive rock outfits that released a Wonderful, moody, atmospheric debut album but then it sort of ended there. And there is sort of, there are rumors about a second Sacramento album titled Tirando la Carreta, that was never released, so I'm hoping. something like a holy grail of Argentinian prog rock. Maybe it will be discovered. And, of course, in Argentina, progressive rock was immensely popular, not only in the 70s, but also in the 80s. And I think that's why we find it. We find sort of echoes of Pink Floyd, echoes of Genesis and all of that in contemporary bands, and I would say that's also the case with Amel.
0: Yes, Ernesto, you're guilty of turning me on to this track. I think you put it in a show about a year ago. And I was blown away, just the interplay of the guitar work, uh, especially towards the, I guess, the the second half of the song. And I, you know, I I consume a a startlingly large... Uh, percent of the music i listen to while working out and running in particular and i just found i could really groove to this song so this is you know not like totally experimental out there prog rock this is at the same time accessible and with some groove and as ernesto notes uh, a little more modern i'm grateful that you turned me on to this song by amel it's called entre planetas or between planets and ernesto i believe you mentioned there is a certain uh, musical lineage in this group
1: yes i think two of the members at the very least are related to The grand godfather of Argentinian rock and roll, the late Luis Alberto Espineta, who also had his own prog rock time with the band Invisible in the 70s. He had prog rock leanings, so not at all surprising that Amel has echoes of the music as well. (laughs)
3: i <laughs>
0: You are listening to The Latin Alternative, an hour of the best in Latin rock, funk, hip-hop, and electronic music.
1: This is The Latin Alternative, today an episode dedicated to the cosmic sounds of progressive rock in Latin America, but also Spain. And, hermano, I think you probably don't know this, but maybe because of the proximity to England, which was the absolute, you know, heart of the progressive rock movement. Did you know that there were... All these in the 70s there were all these bands doing progressive rocking. Of course, I collect them all, I confess, in Germany, in Italy, in um, Holland, even in some countries like Poland and Hungary and Russian, and even in Spain. Did you know that?
0: and so I knew this none of this surprises me that it existed but the ability to hear this music of course in a pre-YouTube pre-Spotify era you know was was slim to none and my exposure to any prog rock in Spanish was Mexican and Argentine in origin to be honest um, just more from my time when I lived in Argentina so it was interesting when you spotlight a group from Spain because yeah why wouldn't it it's a first world country that had access to recording technology and I'm not surprised at all that there's some good prog rock coming out of España
1: and we just listened to the the song Realidad, which is actually the title track, of the debut by Modulos, released in 1970. And this is where it gets interesting, hermano, because this was a great song. The arrangement was amazing. The recording technology is there, like you said. And this is almost very precocious because by 1970, this is when King Crimson released its second album. Genesis released its first proper prog rock album, Trespass. So it's sort of interestingly ahead, I'm not going to say ahead of its time, but very much much concurrent with what was going on in England. Modulos then released other albums and sort of they expanded their sound, became more symphonic, more traditionally prog rock. But I thought this track Realidad by Modulos was very interesting, very unusual and very much in tune with the, with the identity of progressive rock.
0: Of course, you know, I- I like to think just like there's a a loose definition for Latin alternative music, we can use a relatively liberal loose definition of prog or progressive rock. Uh, And such is the case with an artist I chose from Argentina. Usted señalemelo or you show it to me. This is an artist I didn't know existed until about two years ago when we had our friend Juan Campodonico from the Grammy-winning electro-tango group Bajo Fondo on the show. And he was talking to me about some newer artists he liked and he had collaborated with. And he mentioned this artist and... You know, they could be defined as, a, I guess, a modern psychedelic band. But at the same time, I felt there are some Prague influences here. I really do like this song, "Laser for 20. It's off their album called Two or Dos, going back to 2017. From Buenos Aires, let's listen to Usted Señalemelo. Como estas? You're plugged in to the Latin alternative.
1: This is The Latin Alternative, and today we're exploring the specific moment when Brazil fell in love with progressive rock. Yes, Hermano Josh, uh, Brazilians fed head over heels in love with that genre. In fact, Genesis played in Brazil in 1977. And also um, Queen has a huge fan base in Brazil. And of course, in the 70s, you had all these bands that were sort of trying to play their own version of prog rock. And that involved also mixing it up with some Brazilian folk and some samba and a little bit of bossa nova. Today, I picked some rarities. I wanted to showcase sort of the breadth of the genre without delving into like the obvious choices, but this is an obvious choice. Som Imaginario. This is in 1973, they released a record called Matanza do Porco that's considered like a masterpiece of Brazilian prog rock. And what a band that was. They included Nana Vasconcelos on percussion that later would become an international star with Pat Metheny, also Wagner Tiso. And this is a band that sort of got together to back Milton Nascimento in the 70s. And Milton also has some progressive rock elements. We just listened to the opening track of Matanza porco that was Armina and like I told you before Hermana, I was so impressed with your choices for today's episode I know you're not a prog rock, rock expert. But this is this is I'm, I'm really impressed that you picked this song because this song is relatively recent. It's from Mexico and it has this combination that I love between progressive rock and psychedelia and also it has an illustrious guest star in the vocals.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, and this is a track that uh, initially, I mean, I heard it 15 years ago when it came out in 2005. The band Liquids and the track Hardin didn't make a huge impression on me. And then you put it in episode a couple years back, and I reconnected with it. And uh, in particular, I suppose I connected with the uh, the chorus at sort of the end of the song. Quiero correr desnudo en el jardín. I want to run naked in the garden. And then they're like, quiero correr desnudo en la ciudad. I want to run naked in the city. And yes, you pointed out that a certain fame, very famous now, at least, uh, singer Natalia La Forcade uh, sang on the backing vocals on that track, which I was not aware of, actually. So I really enjoy now knowing who is, singing the backing vocals there, because Lord knows we've played her quite a bit on this show. I'm Josh Norick and this is the Latin Alternative. <laughs> We're tuned in to The Latin Alternative and a spotlight on progressive or prog rock, only this time, A Lo Latino. We just came back from, I guess you could say, El Paso, I believe, Mars Volta. I believe they're from El Paso, Texas. They were formerly known as the band At The Drive-In, and and this is a group that very prog-ish leanings, for sure. And certainly, I, I'm hesitant to call them a Latin act. Three of the five members are Latino, but you know, yes, they would sing in Spanish sometimes, sometimes in English, but they had a very large following, you know, among non Latinos. Uh, but this track was always my favorite song of theirs, La Via La Viaques, which happened to feature Larry Harlow, uh, the pianist in Fania All Stars. Uh, Larry plays on the bridge and breakdown of the song, and certainly unusual. It's not often you hear uh, a real hard rock, progressive rock song with a salsa bridge, but uh, that's what they did there. Going back to 2005, La Via La Viaques from Mars Volta. And if you like what you're hearing on The Latin Alternative, please do follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Latin Alternative. On Twitter, our ID is LatinAlt. You can also stream the weekly podcast edition of the show by searching for The Latin Alternative on Spotify or Apple. What are we going to wrap things up with today, Ernesto?
1: Well, Hermano, I was thinking that being a fan of progressive rock is amazing, I think, because you can find progressive rock, it's so eclectic, really, a genre. It's more like a state of mind more than specific musical style. So many bands like the Mars Volta. Uh, and... Mercury Rev, Muse, Radiohead, Doves, even I would say some of Arcade Fire can be qualified as progressive rock. So discovering all those new expressions is so much fun. But something that is also uh, very exciting to me is discovering all the lost masterpieces of the genre that were recorded in the 70s. So. I discovered one such masterpiece this year from Argentina. Would you like to listen to it?
0: Very much so, Ernesto. Do tell us more.
1: Well, I'm talking about the band Ave Rock. They released their debut album... In 1974, self-titled, and they featured a brilliant keyboardist named Osvaldo Caló, who got very frustrated with the limitations of the time. Because, of course, in England, the um, famous progressive rock musicians had access to the mellotrons and all these expensive keyboards and the big drum sets with the gongs and whatnot. But in Argentina of the 70s, and there a military dictatorship, a third world country, really, it was very difficult to get access to these instruments that were needed for the color palette. That progressive rock demand. So Osvaldo Caló in fact left Averroc after this band. This is beautiful. I found him today on Facebook. He's still playing the piano and he delved into tango later on. This is the opening track of Averroc's 1974 outing. I love this. It's so melancholy and nostalgic. Ausencia. Thank you so much for joining us in this prog rock expedition. Hasta la próxima.
0: Adios!